Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm K-News. I'm K-Drama Jen. And I'm Drama Geek. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our patrons. You can find the link in our show notes. Our patrons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where we chat daily about the dramas we're watching, participate in group watches, and support each other in our drama addiction. We'd love to have you join us. So today's topic is we are doing a what we are watching, which is always fun. We try to do it usually about quarterly when a huge batch of dramas drops that we're all watching different things. And March is just such that time where we have a ton of new shows to discuss. So I think we should get started and looks like I'm first, (laughs) but I'm actually going to talk about a movie, not a drama that I watched this week. And it's called Missing You, not to be confused with the drama. This is a more recent movie. You can find it on Vicky. So Missing You is a 2016 revenge thriller about a girl who lost her father to a serial killer 15 years previous and she's awaiting for the killer's release and so while the killer is released from prison she reenact or she enacts her revenge so i won't go into extreme detail but just know this this is definitely chock full of serial killers there's a lot of killers in this show so if you're queasy this might not be the show for you there is one scene where there is a little bit of nudity and of violence against a woman so if that is one of your triggers know that there is a flashback towards the beginning of the show but after that flashback the rest of the show is all cat and mouse kind of stuff between about various 1924. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel bad because I didn't know that Drama Geek was going to try watching it, or I would have been a lot more specific about my warnings uh, oh, for her. Trying to like, I just wanted to try a little bit of what everybody was watching, and yeah. you were pretty insistent on putting the movie in there. So I'm like, oh, I'm sure the writing was really good, and it was everything. a very good movie, and there was some amazing cinematography, some very cool action scenes and the plot all came together really well done but it does have that one where he's abusing a woman and then kills her so that's what he was put in prison for and so he's remembering that as he's you know doing it with with a a (laughs) yeah sleeping with a prostitute so we get a flashback scene about that moment um and but that's by far the most disturbing scene, in my opinion. Mm. The rest of it's pretty interesting. It's between the two serial killers and this 15-year-old girl who is uh, planning well, to she's, take them down. She's <laughs> older than that because she was like six or seven when the murder happened. Maybe. And that's she's years pretty later. young. She's pretty young, though. Like, she's under 20. Yeah, like she, I, would I would say, say she's in her 20s, but I also think that she's supposed to, at least and, from what I watch, she looks she's, like she's supposed to be on the spectrum or traumatized yes, by what she is on the so. spectrum. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So it's a very interesting show and I really enjoyed watching it. So I wanted to put it out there to the world and it's brand new on Vicky. So if serial killers and 
that are your kind of thing, go give it a try. So serial killers are my thing. And so that what I'm watching is Through the Darkness, also about serial killers. Um, but this <laughs> is a drama, a K-drama. It's available on, well, I guess Vicky. I'm watching it on Kokawa, Kokawa or whatever, however you say that. Kokawa, Kokawa, you know. Um, <laughs> We've spent whatever. so much time over different podcasts. I know. I, I, need to, <laughs> I need to hear somebody say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I always and, thought it was Kokoa. Sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go with whatever. <laughs> um, I just know that I can get my serial killer drama there. So that's where I'm going. <laughs> um, it stars Kim Nam Gil and uh, Jin Sun Q, but both of them are doing such a great job. Um, but Kim Nam Gil is just um he's he's so thoughtful he's a he becomes like a criminal profiler and they didn't really have criminal profilers in korea during the time when this is um set and so um he tries to like get into the minds of the killers and he just looks at cases and gives advice on which way to go um and the he's partnering with this team um, and, and they're not necessarily very well respected by the rest of the police force. Um, But it's, it's just been really interesting to see um, the way he handles himself, especially because like, I'm remembering him in the pirates movie, you know, and, and he was such a goofball and here he's definitely very serious about his work. So um, lots of uh, serial killer fun for anyone who's interested in serial killer dramas. I'm also watching this and I 100% agree. So well done. If you like the U.S. show Mindhunter, I believe that's what it's called about the early FBI profiling in the 1990s. This is pretty much the South Korean equivalent Uh, it's very similar where they're just getting the technique started and realizing that there's a psychological profiles that they can do. And so it's very fascinating. Lots of really great mysteries. This one is definitely not as dark as the movie that I watched. Uh, (laughs) So I think most people would be able to watch this. I mean, there are some horrific killers and stuff, but they keep it pretty clean. So, you know, things happen, but it's not quite as jump scares or anything. So really like it. I think it just barely finished like a week ago or so. I'm Mm -hmm. still working my way through it. I'm a little bit behind from where Jen is, but definitely worth the watch. I don't know. if I mean, I'm only on, I think it's episode eight, nine, episode nine. Okay. I'm on eight. So I'm not too far behind. We're close. Yeah, there's 12 episodes in all, so it's a really easy watch. So, uh, Carrie the Mockney is was supposed to be here today, but planes get canceled, some flights get canceled sometimes, and strange you, so that you only have a hotel internet, and it's just not good enough sometimes. So, I am going to state what her opinion was, so that at least she can kind of be a part of it a little bit, but so 25, 21, everybody 
in the podcast here is watching yes. and we're doing a separate podcast. So we won't really talk about this one too much. We'll just kind of give a brief, like how we feel about it and then move on. Because again, we're going to do a full podcast. Like we're doing one episodes, one through eight, and then we'll be doing, um, nine through 16 later on. We're fully diving deep into 25, 21. Uh, but Carrie's feelings on this is a solid writing that makes my heart pitter patter. Um, Nam Jun Hyuk doing a great job drawing me into his emotional journey and awesome use of frame story. Who knew reading your mom's diary could be drama worthy? Uh, moms, moms are supposed to be boring. Why are moms supposed to be boring? They're not. Oh, that's not are... her. Yeah, she wrote moms are supposed to be boring. I do not agree with that at all. But uh, so that is the mock day's uh, opinions on it. And as you said, we're all watching it. We are. Um, and we will talk in more detail. Actually, it's a ton more detail coming up soon. Probably next week, because I think <laughs> the way we're, re- well, we're recording both of them right now. So yeah. I believe this one will be the first one we put out. And then the following week will be our 2521 podcast. So look yeah. forward for it. Yeah. I, I th- for my own personal thoughts, you can't mention this drama without talking about, um, oh, what's her last name? I know it's Terry. Kim Terry. Kim Terry. She actually, I was, I don't, I tried to not watch any more than what we're podcapping because I didn't want to get mixed up, but I really wanted to watch it. So instead of watching it, I went back and started, um, Mr. Sunshine again. I'm on, like, I didn't realize I had made it to episode eight and I'm just like, holy cow. She is just phenomenal. Having watched her as this teenage spitfire fencing person, who's just all emotion and you can't watch a match of hers and not be like invested in it. She's so like excited and just everything with her character in 2521. And then you watch her character in Mr. Sunshine and yeah, she's still young and, and very passionate about her beliefs and everything, but she's just, she has this essence or like the, the filming and the, the cinematography in that one is amazing, but She's just, a, she's just so wonderful. And I just love watching her, her move. Like in that one, she does a lot of, cause she dresses up like a man and she shoots with her gun. Cause it's, it's, you know, more closer <laughs> to like Japanese occupation, American, all that kind of stuff. It, she's just fantastic and so much fun to watch. So yeah, she's, she's part she's like one of the main pulls of 20, not that the whole cast isn't wonderful, but she's just so amazing. She's an actress that is so good that I would give something a try just because she's in it now. Yeah, me too. But she's that good. (laughs) Yep. I totally agree. Um, So now the one that I'm watching that nobody else is, um, and for reasons, because it's it's heavy, it's sad, but it's wonderfully acted, is 39. And the cast, of course, is just um, top-notch, the three women, and uh so you've got uh I really need to pull up like drama my, my drama list because I am not remembering anybody's name today <laughs> I'm a little bit scatterbrained but you know uh the one from uh crash landing on you so she's the she's one of the main people and then you've got the the actress from uh hospital playlist 
And then the third actress I'm not as familiar with. I don't remember what she was in last, but I, I love her character. And then you've got their, um, their men, the leading guy. Uh, we were just talking off the podcast about marriage, not dating. And I started watching a little bit of marriage, not dating because his characters in 39 is just the most amazing boyfriend, but he's also so sad. Like it's, it, it's, it's very, it's a very emotional drama. There's terminal illness and, and it makes you cry every single episode. And you know, from the very beginning that one of them is not going to make it. And so it's just, it's not a lighthearted watch. And I'm glad Sounds I have like all a this ball of sunshine right oh, there. Can't wait. It is, it's, it's hard. And they, they put, uh, what's her name? The girl from, uh, crush leaning on you. She's such a emotional crier. And she's one of those that just, she, you know, she doesn't scream and sob and everything. She, you can, every part of her being looks like it's invested in her sorrow. And (laughs) that's what she spent the last couple episodes doing. I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, I get it. That's what we're going to have to do for there. It's 12 episodes at least. So it's not 16 full episodes of it, but she's just, she's very, uh, upset about losing one of her friends. And, and it's a very hard journey. And again, anybody who's lost a family member from cancer anytime recently at all should not watch this drama right now. Like you, you need to be prepared because it, it takes you through all this stuff. The only thing I, the only critique I would say currently about it is that the, the person who does have cancer doesn't look like that she has cancer. So it's, she's just looks very, her makeup and hair and all that kind of stuff. She looks very uh, healthy, but you know, that's just kind of how most K-dramas do it anyway, but it is a great watch. It is not an easy watch. Yeah. I'm glad you warned me. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) It's, it's again, it is not an easy watch, even for somebody who hasn't experienced that recently. So yeah, it's definitely not when you, you you start lightly, you know? Yeah. I do really appreciate that you gave us a heads up just because, and that's one of the nice things about having, having K besties in a drama watching community is that you can kind of uh, keep an eye out for each other. Um, and we know, we know one another, we know the kinds of things we've been through and what might be a problem. So I just, I really appreciate my K-Besties for that reason, for sure. So the next one I was watching instead of something sad <laughs> was the <laughs> Chinese drama Snow, yeah, this is the hardest it is. pronunciation, <laughs> Snow Sword Stride. <laughs> I always just call it SSS because know what? That title sucks. <laughs> no sword tried. Yeah. yeah, it's a tongue twister. It just doesn't, your mouth doesn't want to snore those words. <laughs> but anyway, it is by the same writer that wrote the novel for Joy of Life, which of course, uh, Drama Geek and I really loved. I believe K Drama Jen, you also watched that one? Which one? Joy of Life. Oh, Joy of Life. Yes. So the same writer wrote this one as well. It's very obvious because the characters have that same depth and detail in their journey. And so it's very well written. I think I have about 10 episodes left. So I need to just binge those last episodes to get it on my complete list. But I've really enjoyed the whole show. I will say for those of you who 
don't like politics, it might not be as exciting a drama for you. Um, if the show did have a weak point, it would definitely be in the action sequences. So while there are like battles and fight scenes, they're just okay. Like that's not why you watch the drama. You watch it for all the politicking and the relationship development. And, you know, if you're watching it for that, you'll be super satisfied. And so that is my recommendation for a Chinese drama right now. And it's starring the same guy who's in Joy of Life. So it actually yes. makes me a little bit bummed that, because I haven't, I've only watched like three episodes, I think. Um, but it made me a little, it makes me a little bummed that the action isn't better. Because he Joy of Life works so well because the politicking was interesting. The characters were so interesting that I was very invested and I didn't feel like the politicking bogged it down. Because of course you guys know how I feel about that stuff. Um but uh, the action sequences in Joy of Life really helped kind of uh, break that up and make that drama just like so good. Agreed. Yeah. Sadly, not quite the same level of quality, but mm. still really enjoyable. And if you like the concept of like life being chess and everyone's playing chess boards and all that kind of stuff, this is the drama for you. So. Well, my drama that um, I just recently finished is Juvenile Justice. Um, I think I watched it on Netflix. Does yeah. that... It's a Netflix original. It's Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is really good. So just the idea is that Kim Hae-soo plays mm-hmm. the part of uh, uh, Shim Yun suk and mm-hmm. uh, she is a judge but she seems to really kind of have it out for like the youth. Um, she, she hates juvenile criminals and she's a juvenile justice judge because she gets assigned to a local juvenile court. Um, and there she ends up just kind of doing her own thing. I mean, it really looks like she's kind of got her own way of doing things. So she breaks like the traditional way that they've done things um, uh, Kim Muyo is playing the role of uh, Cha Teju, and he is, he's also a, ju- a juvenile justice, um, but he, um, he g- came from a background so that he seems to really understand these young offenders in a, a much different way. And so he, you kind of have this contrast between the way she deals with them and the way that he deals with them. His is much more like a restorative justice approach, really seeing them for human beings and um, with the ability to change and to um, to perhaps be able to leave the justice system over over time as they grow up. But there's a there are so many like interwoven stories. It's just I I was completely drawn in and I ended up binging it so I really I recommend it I think it's actually really good it's only 10 episodes long and it kept me fully engaged plus it was really cool to kind of uh, learn more about the juvenile justice system within Korea and how it's different from the adult justice system so there are like rules about you know um how long you can um put a child in prison 
things like that. And so some of them learn those rules and take advantage of it um, because they have, you know, a shorter time that they have to serve if they do something really, really bad. I am not a huge fan of law dramas. We all know this. (laughs) I'm pretty picky about it. And I ended up loving this show. I'm definitely maybe four or five episodes in, so I haven't completed it, but she is a total girl crush now. It's the same actress that played in Signal. She's back. And at first glance, you think she's just like a total, you know, she's really tough. She doesn't care. But as you go through the show, you really see that she is trying to find justice and find that balance where it doesn't destroy a child's life, but also you get justice for the person that the crime was committed upon. So they don't get just a free reign because they're young. It was really interesting. I love it. Each case is different. It makes it very human without being preachy. I could not recommend this drama enough. So good. And I have such a crush on that actress right now after watching the show. She's really good. Yep. The next drama that I think most of us over at Dramas with the Side of Kimchi are also watching. I think we have to nag CL Kita a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but we're so close (laughs) is Business Proposal which I actually binge watched all eight episodes in one day this week. And I could not be happier with a romantic comedy. Love it. I feel like it's been so long since we've had a romantic comedy, which was actually funny. And this just hit all that sweet spots. There's no serial killers. There's no like yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yet, but there's also not of the, like, if you think of, um, I was expecting our beloved summer to be a little funnier and it's very poignant, but it's not really funny Right. or the weather one. It's not really funny. No, you know? And so it's been so long since we've had a drama that's funny. Mm -hmm. And this one just had me laughing at like multiple times an episode the characters are so much fun they have amazing chemistry together and i love 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 this drama so much so so much i a hundred (laughs) percent agree with you it's just so i mean we probably should tell a little bit about you know what it's about but it's it just it's it's I don't even know how to describe it, but it does remind <laughs> me of marriage, not dating the um, a drama from a long time ago that just made me laugh throughout. But basically you have a hardworking girl who is like um, works in a company and she has this best friend who is an heiress and they keep sending the heiress on all of these uh, blind dates. And so she convinces her friend to help her get out of them. And they've done some hilarious things to get out of these, like to convince the person on the blind date not to um, go out with her. And then the, uh, then you can contrast that, that, that the character played by uh, An Hyosop is a, like a Chebal and he, own, you know, he's the grandson of, of, 
big important person and so he owns he's the chairman of this big company where the girl works um and of course as you may predict he gets set up on a blind date with the heiress the heiress convinces her friend to go and hilarity ensues um and i just feel like like one thing after another and there are some great side characters like i absolutely love his secretary it just kim sejong is the female lead in this and she's just hilarious i mean i couldn't stop laughing it was just it was great (laughs) we're definitely going to have to review this when it's all done but yeah you know, any girl that can like name her boobs with a straight face. <laughs> yes. It was so funny. I was dying. I was just well. trying to like off put him. And she's like, right. if I sound like a hoochie and obsessed with my breasts, then of course he's going to not want to date me. <laughs> yeah. But it was just so much fun. So, so, so much fun. And if you're looking for just that classic rom com style, that you got maybe what five eight years ago this is your drama so so i like the fact that it um has two separate couples so like Mm -hmm. the heiress she runs into um the main guy kong temu's secretary and um and childhood friend so he's one of those where like the the grandpa kind of like brought him into the family pretty much <clears throat> and she runs into him and love at first sight. And then they go through a lot of really hilarious stuff, including a roach scene that had me freaking out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and he has some insane Clark Kent energy with his glasses. No yes. glasses. It's like, yes. holy crap, yes. he gets hot. So used like three cans, I think, of bug spray, which I would do. Actually, what I would do is leave the house. Um, although we had a mouse in our mudroom that's not insulated and can't, the, the door is closed so they can't get into the house house. I think I'd probably scream as loud as I did when I saw the mouse. My kids were laughing. They're like, I've never heard that, that high pitched of a scream before. And I was like, you don't get it's it. Like you don't even know the trauma. <laughs> Mice and roaches. Anyway, they were hilarious. And they, like, they, uh, until the last because we watched through it's going it's on the same so I think it's through episode six six yeah right yeah and it's a is it a 12 is this one a 12 I keep getting a mixed up I know 39 is a 12 episode 25 21 is 16 and then I think this is 12 episodes yeah yeah so it's 12 episodes so we're pretty much at the halfway mark and they got a nice little like steamy kiss so that's it's like they are two separate couples and there's no second lead. Type. Well, I guess the, the chef. Yeah. The chef is, kind, yeah, he's kind of the, the second lead, but it's just, it's so much fun. It has all of your favorite tropes, except for someone. I mean, they haven't introduced like amnesia or anything yet. So maybe not all the favorite tropes, right? but it's done in such a fun, like, it's just so much fun. The grandpa kills me because it's the same guy that was just in red sleeve as the king yes he did such a like career job you know like that was like the top of his career and then now he's just in his little bear pajamas watching dramas (laughs) and i that's what's really 
I think that's what's hilarious about yeah. it is that he's like obsessed with this family drama. <laughs> and so he like, so they kind of juxtapose like what's happening in this family drama with what's happening with this girl and the, the you know, CEO of the company. And, um, and I, I just love it. It's just, it's so fun. Yeah. Well, and that's the, he's, it's setting it up for like, okay, grandpa, all of your opinions on this drama mean that when he finally finds out that the girl (laughs) that he's dating is not rich and she's poor and she works for his company, that he's going to have to like accept them and not be all like, you know, pay, give her money and pay her off or slap her with kimchi or whatever it is. (laughs) I think he's going to be more concerned that she's the person who almost made him (laughs) put his pants (laughs) than... He doesn't like the real her because of that. (laughs) I think that'd be funny because that's a horrible first impression to make on your future in-law. So, but fun times, fun times. Needless to say, Um, we will be talking more about that. For sure. Also, Carrie the Machne had some things to say about it. She said it was sweet and fun and full of tropes and the comedic relief after so many thoughtful and serious dramas is just what we needed. Kim Sejong's comedic timing makes this hilarious instead of cringeworthy. An Hyo Sup is fun to watch, though it seems like being Tsundere is a struggle for him. I'm just waiting for his puppy nature to come bursting out. And I would agree with her on that. Yeah. I, I think he's, ha- I mean, he's doing a pretty good job. It's, it doesn't help that the second lead guy, the secretary is, he's a really good actor. He probably, and he's working his way up. Like he did, a, I haven't watched Snowdrop, but I guess he did a really good job as a more, like a really serious character in that. He was like an agent. So he's, you know, he's the, uh, Anyosep, he's been in some things, but he also was pushed into the lead role kind of fast in my opinion. And so, you know, he's doing, he's doing a good job. I like his character. And when they, I, I, I am not going to even try to pronounce the dinosaur Oh, that's hilarious. I don't know what dinosaur it is, but like he, he really is funny when he's doing that. I just hope that the last half of it, they allow him to kind of break out of his more serious, uh, persona because that serious persona is a little bit like, I, I want to connect with him just a little bit more where I'm connecting with almost all the other characters. So I think they will. And, and then he's really good at that, like sweeter, um, puppy, you know, Well, there's like a section where he's trying to like date her, but she's completely misunderstood. And just he's, he's like, but I'm in love with you, you know, but he's impossible to read because, you know, he is that a little bit more closed off ego character, you know? And so, yeah, I don't know. It's fun. I'm looking forward to it. I was kind of sad that it wasn't new episodes today. I guess it's a Monday, Tuesday drama. Which yeah, I didn't know because yeah. I binged this all on Wednesday. Or even Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> like I was I was looking ahead too. I was like, oh, I really want to watch more. But yeah. Well, anyway, not, not till Monday. So one that I wanted to make sure that we mentioned, um, it's already finished. I think it finished two weeks ago or a week ago. I don't know. Semantic error is uh the newest um, drama that's a short series. It's, I think, how many episodes is it? It's eight episodes and they're like 23 minutes long. So it's a really fast watch since they're all out now. You can watch the whole thing. 
but the couple in it was, they were really cute. The acting, you know, they're a little bit green in the acting department, but I didn't feel it as much as some of these other shorter web dramas that I've felt before. The, they're both, the two leads are both in um, K-pop groups. And one of them, I didn't realize until almost then the taller one, that's the Sunbae. He's, uh, he's from K and K, which I'm probably saying that wrong. But the other way to say that would be kink. And I don't know if that's the right <laughs> way. <laughs> so, so I don't know. But he he's in it. He just went off to the military after it finished. But he was so likable. Like, I really, really liked his character um, yeah. as the, the, the semantic error. It, they have the way that they did it. They did a really cute job of, like, incorporating the visual aspects of like computer errors and the the younger character is definitely that like all about computer brain like he 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 thinks like a computer and he processes information and even when it comes to their relationship and all of that like how do I correct this error (laughs) type of thing but he's adorable and I even some of the other cast members the the girl that's um the main guy Jung Jae-yong, his, that character's one of his really good friends. I really liked that actress. I don't know that I've seen her anywhere, but she was fun to watch. And it was just a, it's set in a college, but it was just a really good, fun um, watch. And they had really great chemistry. I agree. Um, I also, I think I binged it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. I think you watched Um, them all. I definitely watched the whole, I watched the whole thing. I just think I watched them like in what you know, I stayed up one evening and just watched them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was, really draws you in because um, you can kind of feel the confusion of the, of the younger uh, boy and just how he's the younger man. He's um, processing through like, wait, why am I feeling this way? And he's kind of being pursued by the, um, I don't know, I, I'm going to say younger, the older, but he's not that much older. He's just, um, he's, he's supposed to be like, uh, um, upper graduate. Like he was supposed to have grad. That's the whole thing is like, he, he isn't allowed to graduate because the, the younger guy ends up giving him no credit on their final project in this class that they had together, but must've never actually sat in class together or something yeah. like that. But he gets a zero on it fails it. And then he's not allowed to graduate. So like, he's supposed to have graduated. And I think that the younger guy is supposed to be in one of his first years, or he's a younger at like a earlier college, but they're not supposed to be there in real life. They're like eight years apart, but I think in, in the show, they're only supposed to be like four years apart or five, but there is a pretty decent height distance between them. Yes. So, so it felt like, yeah, they're, yeah, but it was, um, yeah, really well done. I mean, like you said, green acting, but they made up for it in just the the cuteness. I just, I enjoyed it. And I've started this, I'm only 20 minutes in like the first episode, but it started. So go me. Because <laughs> I've been saying I was going to start it forever. And I was at work today and it was a little slow. And so I was like, eh, I'm going to just push play. And so I was watching it at work, <laughs> but yeah. So it started officially, it's not just perfect, uh, like just watching ep- one episode yeah, here. Episode it was there super, too. super easy. They're very handsome and pretty eye candy. And yeah, this is a really great, just binge it in the middle of everything else show. 
So the next drama that I started this week was Superior Day, which is a once weekly drama about, let me get it. See if I, there's this fireman who has PTSD because he was attacked by a serial killer when, <laughs> well, of course he, was, he was, he heard someone scream because he was in a building for a false alarm on a fire. He heard someone scream. So he goes towards the door. He heard the scream. The serial killer is on the other side and comes rushing out, stabs his eye and stabs him a couple of times and then runs off. And so he has PTSD from this experience of being stabbed by this, he would. this yeah. killer. And <laughs> so anyway, two years have passed and the killer's becoming active again. And there's this <laughs> whole idea that the serial killer ends up being his hot next door neighbor hot serial killer we're always <laughs> loving that it's the guy with the gorgeous smile from sassy gogo oh, so, wow. oh yes yeah yeah, yeah yeah yes someone thinks that he is the serial killer so there's a hit put out for him by someone else we haven't gotten too far into that story arc but the hitman kidnaps the fireman's daughter in order to have the fireman assassinate the next door neighbor for him so that's kind of the whole overall plot. It happens within 24 hours, very fast paced, very interesting. Um, it's based on a webtoon by the same writer as, oh goodness, what was it? Sweet Home. So if anyone has watched oh. that horror drama over on Netflix, it has some very similar vibes, really great character development, but definite some gorier aspects to it. And so, but I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. Highly recommend if you like horror dash crime suspense. If yeah. I had a thousand one for every serial killer I've run into, <laughs> I would have a lot of one. Let me just say, I mean, like in Korea, <laughs> apparently you can just like walk down the street and run into one because that's all yeah. that's on dramas these days. Mm. The only negative is it's once a week and I wanted to just like sit in and binge it all, but it's only eight episodes. So it'll might also wait. be a fast one. Yeah. I might wait till it's done and then watch it all. Yeah. So I have been working my way through um, a Chinese drama called What Women Want. And it was extremely watchable in the beginning. Like I, I was watching the episodes along and I, I guess I needed something that was just a little light and fluffy. And, and then I sort of, I don't, I haven't finished it. So I'm most of the way through it, but I'm still just, I sort of got stopped because it's um so it's the story of oh my gosh no I've drawn a blank I don't remember clearly it wasn't that good <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> um so okay let, let me think this is the one he's um so it's um the woman is really career driven she's worked really hard to work her way up in this company and the son of the company owner um loves to race motorcycles. And so he basically promises his mother that he will work at the company 
in exchange for, um, is it in exchange for being, oh, no, no, I know. So there was a situation, <laughs> he made a deal with, the, with his mom, and I won't share what that is. Um, but anyway, so he works for the company, um, and he ends up kind of working under this really driven career woman. And the company is all about like um, this app called Love Note. And they're trying to, um, to launch it. And as part of that, this very career-driven woman is sort of challenged to try to find a, to use it, to find um, a mate, to find a, somebody that she could go out with. So, um, or be with. And of course, um, you'll see what happens as she tries to date and make um, and use this love note app. Uh, she also has a best friend who has some things going on. And uh, it was, like I said, very watchable in the beginning for sure. Um, and then I just sort of petered out a little. So correction, I'm the one that typed the um, outline. This is drama geek. It's actually why women love, not what women want, but I typed what women really? want. It is. It's why women love. And um, yeah, sorry. I I've been calling it what women want. It's why women love. And the literal translation is more something that has to do with um, none of them being able, none of them being good at love. And that's the, I will say, cause I've watched like 18 episodes and then I kind of stopped. I know that if I binge the last, I've been told that if I binge like the last 20 through 24 episodes that it'll be a good end to their story, but kind of skip some of the angst that happens in the middle, which is pretty much unnecessary, but they have oodles and oodles and oodles of chemistry. So Mm -hmm. like, and, and by the, I did get to, maybe I didn't, maybe I passed 18, either 18 or 19, where I did get to like, they stay at a hotel together and they, again, they have tons of chemistry. I would say the weak point of this drama is everybody else. Like the, <laughs> the rest of the characters, um, the second lead guy that she likes at the beginning, because he's oh. supposed to, the young guy is supposed to help her f- figure out how to date because she's really bad at it so that she can start going out with this guy. And he's like the most boring character yeah. I have ever seen. And then they do all of these scenes with the clingiest character that you have ever seen. Like if I, what is his name? Zhao Zhen Guga. Oh my gosh. The way she says it every time, like brother, she says it over oh, and over. I, and it's yes. just like a two-year-old. <laughs> it's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. I skip her, their scenes, both the two second leads, almost exclusive. Like I do not hardly watch them at all. But, and then her best friend has like a cheating husband and there's that, their story. And she's like this influencer that everybody thinks she has the perfect marriage. So nobody's good at dating and then they're running a dating site. So that's kind of the premise. And, and it has cute little beginning and ending like of the episodes where they give you like relationship advice and, but they don't follow any of their own relationship advice. So I'd say if you're looking for a steamy couple, that's a quick watch. Well, I don't know if it's a quick watch, but I mean, it's not, it's 24 episodes. So if you're a Chinese drama watcher, it's short it's for Chinese drama. It's a quick watch. Right. And so, you know, it, it, they have really great chemistry. I've heard that the ending, it ends well. And, you know, they've got a lot of like sexy scenes towards the end and everything. So it is, it is worth watching. You're going to be watching it for the main couple. The rest of it is just like, meh. 
but sometimes that fluffy romance, you know, that it, there's not a lot of extra stuff to it is a nice, it's nice to just stick in your schedule. So that's kind so of interesting. I, I was just, <laughs> so the, the Chinese name for it, mm-hmm. if you read the character, it's, um, it's, we are not in love. Okay. So <laughs> that's different than what women want or why women love, but <laughs> Anyway, it's a Nuna romance or whatever the equivalent is, right? It's a right, yeah. She's Nuna. older. He's supposed to be, I think, like six years younger or so. And he definitely there's some it, towards the middle where the angst starts. I also skip stuff because he starts showing his age a little bit. Where yeah, you know, he's but there's petty. some shirtless scenes there for <laughs> Sialkita if she's interested. So there are. I tried to get her to watch it when I was binging the. It, it happens most of the time with me and Chinese dramas. I'll watch like the first 10 episodes and be all excited about it. And then I end up skipping. You convinced me? <laughs> I did. Again, it was a, they're a fun couple. They have great chemistry. The rest of the story is just, the rest of the characters themselves are just kind of meh. But, uh, so the other one that Carrie the Mockne got me to watch, I have been pukey sick earlier in the week and couldn't concentrate or watch any of the things that were on. And I ended up starting Under the Skin. Um, it's a Chinese crime drama. Um, there's bromance, there's no romance. And it's just straight like crime drama. But what makes it interesting is that he is a sketch artist but he's like, oh, like he could be a famous artist. That's how good his sketches are. But also like he can draw things that there's no way if you're, if the, the suspect is in a CCTV TV video and has a mask on, he cannot figure out what's under that mask, <laughs> but he does, he does and, and solves cases that way. So all the cases hinge upon most of the time upon him being able to sketch somebody but they had some really interesting cases and the two men are kind of at odds when it starts because the whole reason the main guy gets into being a sketch artist because he was just a, a a painter um before but some lady seeks him out and asks him to sketch a three-year-old into an adult and when, once he does that then the adult is this captain this police captain and gets murdered because this guy was able to draw him as an adult and identify whoever this person was looking for the three-year-old. So then he can't remember what her face looked like because he gets shoved into the water and then has amnesia around what her face looked like. So then he he's driven to help solve cases and make a difference. And the guy didn't want him on the team, but of course he eventually ends up warming up to him. They make a really nice team. They have a really good, um, relationship and, and, and just chemistry as actors working together and everything. So it's, it's a nice one that, again, if you just like a straightforward crime drama that doesn't have, I mean, it, I don't know that we found a serial killer yet. There's been a lot of like kidnappings and this and that and and stuff. So there's not, it's not your K drama crime drama. (laughs) It doesn't have a lot of serial killers or anything like that, but has interesting cases and some interesting leads. So, what is the point with no serial killers? <laughs> I mean, no, they're police officers. Why would they not have a ton of serial killers? Oh, wait a minute, they're not in that division because there's actually separate <laughs> divisions that's that deal with serial killers. Man. Anyway, 
Wow. <laughs> so, um, no serial killers so far in this one either, but we have the military prosecutor Doberman, which I thought was kind of an odd name until you learn that the main character's name is uh, Dobeman. And also there is a character who loves his dog um, that is a Doberman. So you have that sort of connection. But anyway, in the military prosecutor Doberman show, um, I started watching because Drama Geek told me to watch. Um, and uh, and I was I was watching along, but I was kind of like, I really thought that the main lead was really kind of reprehensible. Um, and I wasn't super invested at first um, in that first episode until we see the female lead just kick butt and I was so there for it so this the story is like a revenge drama so of course I'm gonna definitely be interested in that it stars um An Bo Hyun and Joe Boa and there is a whole revenge kind of piece to this that is just super fun to watch so I am, I've watched all the episodes that are out and I'm looking forward to more. So on Bo Hyun, like last year was definitely his year to like burst onto the screen and be in tons of dramas and really <clears throat> kind of capture your attention. And I was drawn to this one because of him and wanting to see like his character. Um, see, it's a little bit like if, not necessarily like the police officer in my name, but, you know, similar acting style or whatever, but he's very, very in the, like, okay, are you a slime bag? Okay, I think yeah. you're a slime bag. Maybe you're not. Okay, like, you pretend, like, again, I still think most of it is for his own benefit, so he bends things for his own benefit, but he does it in a way where he's like, okay, I'm going to fabricate evidence and send you to military prison but I also know and researched and made sure that you're a total dirtbag and that's why I'm doing it even though my bosses think that I'm doing it just because they asked me to kind of thing so like again he he is a dirtbag and I mean he is like he is slimy in certain ways especially with his like trying to get the the guy who has the Doberman picture the dog he's a total like disgusting guy and he's trying to partner with him and 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 so you do know again he doesn't really care about whether things are good or bad but sometimes he does I don't know his character is still very like I'm not sure where he lies on certain things like did he really really want to get a rapist out of prison and then work with him or did he not like I don't know like (laughs) really morally morally gray like majorly yeah but maybe maybe black (laughs) (laughs) but he looks so dang good in his uh uniform and then in the suits that they put him in like he's got a very there was one scene where he was like following her and I'm like there is no way she doesn't know that man is following her because he's got a very distinct figure like he's not he's he's a big guy but he's not like you know he does he's got an imposing like he just has he's tall and he's broad-shouldered looks really great in a suit he looks amazing in a uniform and uh 
and out of one too, which we've seen in my name. <laughs> I have to say, things. I'm, I really am girl crushing on Jobawa oh, because she? she's been a favorite of mine way back in the surplus princess, the, the mermaid mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. She was fabulous then, um, even though that show really went downhill. Um, but she's been in, um, she was in tell of the nine tailed. Um, and in this one, she just kicks butt. I just love her. She did the classic like Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, the wrap around the, you know, legs wrapped around the, the neck, bad guy, choke him out. Like, <laughs> like, again, she looks like she took out a whole bridge full of thugs. She looked so good, like doing it. She's yeah. great in her because she's she's a prosecutor, military prosecutor as well. So she's got a, a short haircut and then she wears her wig and where, you know, dresses up in different clothes when she's doing her 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 she used, work. <laughs> like, I think the action sequences are really awesome because like she used a windshield wiper to like wipe out all of those bad guys, you know, yes. like I loved it. It was great. Are you watching Kimu's? I watched one and a half episodes. I probably will continue unless there's a lot of new shows in the next two weeks that I really want to watch. So it's definitely one I'm watching, but I, it's definitely one that's on the line for maybe being put on hold for a little while till there's less stuff to watch. (laughs) So yeah. All right, so now we're going to end this with what do we want to watch that ha- we haven't started yet or we'll start in the next few weeks or maybe what we're currently re-watching. I actually put that line in there for the Machne because <laughs> she she always is re-watching something and she had mentioned a couple, but you know, that's okay. She, she we don't, but mainly we just want to say what is coming up? What are we excited about? Well, for me, I plan to give the new drama Kill Hill a try. Uh, It's about three women and the cutthroat world of online shopping. (laughs) So (laughs) who knew? (laughs) Well, I have to imagine it'd be like the same as news or actresses or, you know, you have to be on top of it and yeah get the right time slots and stab people with your stilettos if they get in your way. (laughs) So it has several actresses that I really enjoy. And so I did want to give that show a try just in case it kind of gave me misty vibes a little bit, maybe without the murder. And so I just kind of want to see what it's all about. So I was going to try that one. And then uh, the other one, I think we're all looking forward to Mm -hmm. is tomorrow. So yeah, for me, for sure, tomorrow is on my list. Um, we get to say, see Rowoon from SF9 again. Um, it's uh, going to have fantasy elements, and um, I'm just excited just to have something a little different. Um, it's been a little while since I've had a good fantasy, and I'm just hoping it doesn't suck. I think we're all like, kind of like with business proposal where we're like, oh my gosh, we really needed a good rom-com. I think we all need a good fantasy that doesn't disappoint us where we're like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I think we're all Machne included. That's the one that she listed on here in all Mm -hmm. caps, very excited um, about tomorrow. And it looks really cool. It looks like it's got 
cool action. It looks like it's got some really cool uh, fantasy and magic uh, around the Reaper world. Um, I am excited about the um, the other Reaper, which isn't listed. Kim Soo Hyuk. Is that his Is- name? Lee Soo Hyuk, right? Lee Hyuk, yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited about his character. Um, I, hopefully there's maybe some bromance with him and Rowoon. He does bromance really well. It was part of the doom at your service. That was, is, is it, was it doom at your service? Is that it the was. name of the drama? Okay. <laughs> Where they didn't put him and So and Gook in the same scenes very often. And it was really wasted bromance material because he's really good at bromance and they're fr- good friends in real life. So hopefully... Rowan is actually pretty good at bromance, so hopefully they'll they'll have some good scenes in that. Because again, they're all Kim uh, Kim Hee-sung, Rowan, and then him. I'm, there's probably other ones that are Reapers, but they're all Reapers. So I don't know much about the rest of the story, but I'm very excited about that. Um, I don't know a lot of other stuff that's coming along. I know that we were all discussing Pachinko. Uh, before we started this, that's starting on the 25th. So that I am really excited about. I have not read the books. So I've, I've kind of paid attention to the chatter about it coming. And a lot of people are like, expect you know, what, what should we expect? Is this going to be good? Is this not going to be good because of the books? And I haven't read them. So I'm just kind of going in with a clean slate of just the production level looks really top notch. It's Apple plus, um, so a lot of people are, you know, trying to figure out, I don't have an Apple Plus subscription. Should I do it? Should I do a short term and then cancel? You know, we'll all that you know. kind of stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. I, we, I have Apple Plus, so yeah. um, I plan to watch as well. So yeah. Drama Geek and I will let you know if it's worth it. Yeah. So that's that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. And then I don't know exactly what else is coming up, but yeah, that's very excited. That's good. Well, thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear what you thought about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter or Facebook or through our Patreon page. The link is in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.